Hello, everyone, and welcome to the It Just Works podcast. I'm your host, Ryan, and today we have a very special episode. We're going to be reacting to the Nintendo Direct from June 2023. But before I get into that, I just want to do a little bit of a housekeeping. Lately, I feel like the content that's been released on this podcast has been lackluster, such as the Just Working It Out episodes. I just feel like consecutively, if it's me talking to myself about my life uh, constantly, uh, there's not a lot of updating going on. So I'm probably going to try to spread out the episodes a little bit more and, you know, really get back to focusing on video games and movies as well as the Just Working It Out. So that way it's a good variety for all of you out there. So I really appreciate that. Uh, this is pretty much the route we're going to go instead of me doing a hiatus because I was really close to recording this episode today and then taking a couple months off. So I don't believe that's the route to go. So uh, this is what we're going to do. Just hopefully provide better content moving forward because that's kind of my whole goal to still make this the best podcast you can listen to and for what I provide. But I just appreciate all of you out there. And uh, yeah, let's just go ahead and get into it. Let's uh, introduce our guests. We have Brian from another vinyl page for the first time. And honestly, what I think is like probably a couple months. But Brian, uh, tell everyone how you're doing and what you've been up to. I'm doing great. I'm glad to be back. I think it's been either since the Pokemon Presents or the Zelda conversation we've had. So it's been a long time. So I'm glad to be back on. I uh, I totally hear you about better content because I've slowed down. I've lost the, what's the word? I need the motivation for my page. I've slowed down a lot. If you or anybody who follows me noticed, I used to post three or four a week, and now I've been doing one a week, if that. So I'm trying to get my head back in the game, too, because I thought also about taking a couple months off, too. But no, I'd rather at least post something, and I I, I got to get back into it. Got to get back in my groove. But no, I'm doing great. Life's just been really busy. So I, I agree with you, though, like, you know, I'm not taking a break from the podcast, but I will be also doing the same thing where worst case scenario, there's like one episode a week. But uh, just to answer your question before we hit record, yes, the last three episodes are me just working it out. So from June 1st to June 18th is me just talking about my shit. And then the last one you were on, uh, because I can probably easily find it. You haven't been on since March 30th to talk about Zelda. So yeah, that was Zelda. Okay, I knew it was Zelda or the Pokemon Presents. So almost three months, almost three months. Cool. Uh, that's pretty crazy. Very happy to have you back. Um, but uh, Brian, you didn't even know this, and I'm going to commit to it. But uh, Core Collective is actually just going to become part of it. Just works. So now we will be adding the music episodes to this podcast as well, and just doing one conglomerate because that's my hobbies. So I wanted the podcast to be about my hobbies, and. As all of you know, listening, or you should, uh, I love talking about music. Brian here and my brother Eric, we are really good at talking about the music that we love. I almost feel like we could be historians at some point if we really wanted to about the stuff we grew up with. So I'm very excited to announce that because I will most likely force Brian here in the next week to do an episode with me. So uh, keep an eye out for that because I'm really excited to talk about music again. Uh, as someone who listens to it every day, I wish I was doing episodes on it. So yeah, that's a little... Special announcement, something I decided on yesterday. Very excited. And uh, yeah, so Brian, we are here to talk about the Nintendo Direct from June. Literally happened yesterday. It's kind of fucking crazy because normally when we see a Nintendo Direct, we're always happy. We're excited. We see the runtime. We're like, all right, cool. There's going to be like 10 minutes of good shit and then 30 minutes of bullshit. And for as long as I can remember, we're talking maybe since super mario 3d all-stars but even then it could be even be uh, before that we finally got a really really good direct that could have had a little bit more to really uh you know put the icing on the cake but we got a really good direct and i think we should just kind of jump into it and talk about how it started off and that is the pokemon scarlet and violet dlc so we got the teal mask coming out in fall 2023 and the indigo disc in winter 2023 so fall for us honestly could be august uh you know because obviously you know we got them making it in japan so it depends on how their seasons uh kind of run but since they're showing gameplay from indigo disc uh the teal mask is probably done to be honest they're probably just touching it up and then indigo disc they're probably finishing up so i actually do think this release time could work in our favor like it actually could fall in line and i think would be a really cool way to send off the year 
But uh, Brian, what did you think of this trailer? I was really surprised first off that a Pokemon was in a direct. I think it's been a couple of years since that happened. And honestly, my first thought was that just means we're not getting a Pokemon present, which is fine because like you mentioned to me yesterday when we were talking the past couple Pokemon presents have been pretty awful. So, but that was my first thought just, Oh, we're not getting a Pokemon presents. They're adding into the direct. That's fine. And um, the trailer was really cool. I enjoyed it. But then I had to lower my expectations because all the footage they were showing wasn't actual gameplay. It was just like really nice rendered shots of the Pokemon that are going to be in this new DLC. And just it wasn't a lot of gameplay. It was a lot of stuff made specifically for this trailer. So I'm still not excited for this DLC, honestly. I'm really not. I feel like they need to address the issues with the gameplay. It had a lot of glitches and bugs. Everybody knows that. And they said they were taking it seriously, and they said that they were going to do performance patches, and we have yet to see that. And I really hope that wasn't, they didn't just say that just to make us all feel better. And I hope that a performance patch does come down the way, because that really hindered my enjoyment for Scarlet and Violet. It's a good game, but I think I just finished the Area Zero thing, and I haven't gone back to it. So I'm. I'll, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'll play the DLC, but I'm not excited for it. So <clears throat> it's kind of tough. So I wasn't excited for the announcement of this DLC just because I just, you know, they didn't really show anything. So when the Crown Tundra and Isle of Armor were shown in trailers, we immediately got gameplay and concept art that gave you an idea of what you could be going with. And I just feel like the trailers for this DLC when it was first announced were kind of just half of what was presented to us last time. But I think this trailer for any Pokemon fan who liked the game enough to finish it and enjoy it. I think uh, there's a lot to be left uh, a lot to be desired here. There's a ton of returning Pokemon for both expansions. Um, the first expansion brings back our Johto starters our Hoenn starters and my personal favorite dragon type Flygon. And they, they showed Flygon as a fire terror type. And if you're on board with terror types, if you battle like that shit got me excited as hell. But honestly, the areas, this is the biggest thing I always talk about with Pokemon. We've got to have more areas to explore with our favorite Pokemon and now a ton of new favorites as well. Like I love a lot of the new Pokemon. I can't wait to see what they do with this in terms of the Pokemon. Right. So as a as a trading card collector, there's a lot to be desired here. But as a fan of the games. Yes, the new area is going to be really cool to explore. I'm going to love having my boy Flygon, Sceptile, and Fraligator, just to name a couple. I'm, I can't wait to have them back. However, <laughs> as we talked about Brian, you know, yesterday, Brian, and you probably already mentioned it, but I zoned out for a bit because I was double checking my Instacart, so I apologize. But uh, the performance, the performance is still dog shit. <laughs> like, the performance is still laughably bad. And this really just makes you wonder, like, how how long are they going to wait for the Switch 2 to come out? Because this game needs that performance update with that console release hard. We need it bad. And I hope they can deliver because I just feel like this region, the Paldea region, the, these DLCs, these expansions are going to have a lot of cool places to explore. But when the performance is so bad, it really takes you out of it. So, Brian, I don't know if you can recall, but, at, you know, the Indigo Disc trailer, part of the trailer shows biomes that are literally seamlessly all together and it reminds me of for anyone listening uh monster hunter world where they added an a area where you could literally run into a fucking volcano out of a jungle to make sure that you can like load into all these places and have this beautiful biomes to fight monsters in so i just think for like collecting pokemon and experiencing new stories to tell with your partner pokemon like it looks cool as fuck but just knowing that the performance is going to hold it back is really a shame, to be honest. I think the new legendaries look... I think the I think the teal mask legendaries all look fucking terrible, besides the bird. Uh, I really can't stand them. I think the new turtle, the indigo, the indigo disc, whatever it's called, looks fucking cute. I can't wait to see like how fucking terrifying it is. But, uh, yeah, so, you know... We, we did talk about this on the phone and I know you mentioned it a little bit ago, but yeah, like, so clearly that means there's no Pokemon presents anytime soon. And I think that's fine. I think the Pokemon presents, if they're going to fucking waste our time with it, it needs to be like a healthy chunk. Like it almost needs to be like a Starfield showcase. I don't think it needs to be 45 minutes of gameplay and 
developers talking about Starfield because that was insane. I don't think it'll ever happen again, at least for a while. But I think if you're going to have a Pokemon Presents, it's got to have a it's got to be meaty, man, because the Pokemon Presents are laughably bad. And this uh, fucking direct really handled what they can't. So that's kind of where I sit with that. Uh, but yeah, is there anything else about Scarlet and Violet you'd like to mention? I gotta say another thing I first thought when I saw Scarlet and Violet was a part of the um, Nintendo Direct. I thought, oh, maybe if they're putting Pokemon in the Direct, we're gonna have another update for Switch Online, and then they're gonna put Pokemon games in, because as much as I know it's not happening, damn it, I want those games on Switch Online. So that was another thing I thought. (laughs) I think we gotta keep talking about it until it becomes part of our, you know, lives. Brian, there's no way they don't do it. They They have to do it. I wouldn't even care if they made a collection and it was 60 bucks at this point. I just want to play the games on the Switch. Yeah, we're going to keep talking about it until it fucking happens. But the other thing I kind of was excited about the prospect of Pokemon popping up in Nintendo Direct again, because I'm pretty sure it's happened at least once, is maybe the Pokemon company is going to start letting other developers work on the games again with spinoffs. Maybe this is like an opportunity to see the reaction from fans seeing a Pokemon uh, spotlight in the regular Nintendo Direct and seeing the reaction to it. I wouldn't be surprised if they're trying something out differently. Um, But yeah, we'll have to see uh, Pokemon Scarlet Violet DLC. You can expect reviews from me. I will play the Teal Mask and review it and then the Indigo Disc. And then after I review both of those, we will do a follow-up episode with Brandon and Brian. Uh, Actually, not even Brandon. He didn't even fucking finish the main game. So it's just me and Brian on this one. Uh, although Eric and Miles might play it. Um, so yeah, uh, just stay tuned for that. I, I love Pokemon too much. You know, damn well, I'm going to fucking play this. So just we'll, we'll provide any updates about any trailers before the DLC uh, comes out as they come. But, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, I'd like to see Pokemon stadium Two get uh, a shout out next time or come out soon. But I, th- I agree with Brian hundred percent. I think uh, Gen 1 through 3 need to find their way onto the Switch in some fashion. Uh, I could just, you know, Brian, before we move on, I could just picture, like, what if those games get re-released, right? That means all of us can play Gen 3, because I think it's the best in terms of gameplay and mechanics, uh, especially from the first three. But, like, you have online multiplayer, online trading, you know? I just think there's so fucking many opportunities for those games to launch and be very successful. And then obviously being able to transfer those Pokemon to home to feature titles or Scarlet and Violet. I just think it's I think it's kind of magical, to be honest. So uh, and then the and then uh, super wishful thinking just to go on top of Brian's wish. Let's just fucking get Pokemon XD Gale of Darkness and Coliseum uh, one and two, you know, just like Pikmin one and two, which we'll talk about later. Just just keep bringing the GameCube games back. okay? just make HD versions of them and call it a day. But uh, that's enough Pokemon for now until a little bit. a little bit down the line, but uh, the next up, the next game up is so- Sonic Superstars, which I think looks really cool if you're a Sonic fan. However, my my issue with it, even though I'm literally not going to touch the game, is local co-op and not online co-op. I think it's the dumbest shit ever. I, I just think in 2023, there is no excuse to not do local and regular uh, online. I think of all of the thousands of people who are going to miss out on opportunities to play with their friends around the world just because lazy development. I don't know. Is that why you put your thumb up? Do you not hear me? Are you saying no? <laughs> Hello, Ryan? Again, can you? Oh, oh, you're lagging. Oh, great. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, it says my now? internet. No, it says my internet connections on stage. Oh, I was like, mine says three. Uh, mine's mine says it's fine too. What the fuck? Anyways, um, you put your thumbs up. Thumb I was just putting my thumbs up because I'm excited for that game. Yeah, dude, it looks good. It looks really. I'm good. a big I'm a big 2D Sonic fan. Um, the early Sonic games are some of my favorites. I only like a little bit of 3D Sonic, honestly. But uh, when it was first announced, my only issue was I was worried about the physics because I think it was over 10 years ago they put out Sonic the Hedgehog 4, which was like a 2.5D. I think that's what it's called. It was like supposed to be like a 3D, 2D Sonic, and the physics were just so fucking god awful, and it like absolutely killed the game. So I was a little nervous when they showed Superstars that it was going to have that issue. 
but seeing more and more and more gameplay, it looks like it's just going to be a fucking solid game. So I'm excited for that, especially after playing Mania. Sonic Mania is like incredible. It's probably up there with some of my favorite games. Yeah, no, I think it looks fantastic. Uh, I thought the graphics were really fun, kind of welcoming, kind of a um, kind of like a callback to the original games. I used to play Sonic, the 2D Sonic. I don't, I think on my Game Boy Advance maybe, but uh, I don't know. I'm excited for Sonic fans. I think Sega is like slowly like making their way back to just being a, a very top um, publisher. Yeah, publisher. So we'll see. Uh, hopefully, it's a good game. But uh, next up, we have Palia which is a free to play uh, adventure sim that offers. So this is like the press release. So it offers a breathtaking world where you can build the life and home of your dreams unravel the mysteries. This is of this always evolving adventure and meet new friends along the way from in-game villagers to players from all over the world, create a customizable character and gather materials around the landscapes and biomes of Palia to craft your ideal home. Palia is a cozy massively. It's an MMO. So friends can visit each other's homes and adventure the world together in a welcoming, playful, and friendly community. Palia launches on Nintendo Switch this holiday. I'm not going to lie. Like, if this was... I mean, I, I I don't know. I still might check it out because it just looks like a relaxing, I can play an MMO with other people kind of game. I, I worry about performance, but I really do think this game is a huge win for the Switch. I think... I think MMOs need to make their way back into the genre, uh, into the gaming industry. The game doesn't look terrible. It reminds me of like Animal Crossing, Sims, uh, Disney Dreamlight Valley. There, there's a ton of games that this game looks like it mimics, but makes it its own. And honestly, like it piqued my interest. I was like, I would gladly check this out. And if I like it after 10 minutes, sure, I'll see what happens. Because honestly, the... the um, the home building and stuff didn't look terrible to me. Like I thought it actually looked pretty decent. So uh, we'll have to see. But Brian, do you have any thoughts on this? Uh, yeah, I thought we got enough farming simulators in the last direct. So I guess they wanted to put three more in this time. And this was one of three. Cool if you like this game, but not for me. I don't want more farming simulators. If I'm going to play a farming simulator, I'll play Stardew Valley. <laughs> last thing too, right? So is it just farming? Oh, I thought I saw. No, no, it wasn't just farming. It didn't show until late in the trailer, but it still made me chuckle because remember that one direct where we had like five or six farming simulators. Yeah, no, I remember probably bitching about it. Uh, no, the game looks <laughs> cool. It's just, it's just not for me. Yeah, which is perfectly fine. Uh, we are all about having a good variety of games, and sometimes that variety just isn't for us. But uh, I could not remember if there's. Yeah, it doesn't show it. I couldn't remember if there's combat or not. There has to be, I'm sure. But anyways, uh, next up, they show Persona 5 Tactica, which was shown at the Xbox Game Showcase. That will be coming out November. Oh, yeah, I guess we should do release dates. So, yeah, I said Teal Mask Fall 2023, Indigo Disc Winter 2023, Sonic Superstars Fall 2023, and Palia Holiday 2023. And then Persona 5 is the November the 17th of November this year. So I don't care about Persona. I just know it has a massive, massive fucking fan base. I tried Persona 5 because uh, it's on Xbox Game Pass, and I just I don't understand the hype behind it. And that's fine. That's totally fine. Uh, nothing wrong yeah, with that. It's super popular, and if you like it, more power to you. I just don't know shit about the franchise, to be 100% honest. So hard to get hyped when you don't know shit about it. But if you got excited for this game, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm excited for Persona fans because I feel like there's always something coming out for them. So you know what? Fuck it. Congrats, fans, because I'm not lucky with Halo. I'm stuck with one game instead of spinoffs. So you know what? Yeah, I appreciate your win. Uh, next up is a game. They said, what if uh, Saturday cartoons became like your game? Uh, if you could play them or whatever. It's called Myth Force, which looks wicked. And I want to play it pretty bad, to be honest. There's just something about it. It's a first-person roguelike with Saturday morning cartoon aesthetics is how they claim it to be. I honestly, I think the game looks pretty fucking cool, and I would not mind checking it out. And I think the fact that it's got online co-op makes it exciting. And uh, yeah, I, I just think the art style looks cool. But uh, Brian, what did you think of this? I was actually pretty excited for this one. This actually, this one actually like really stood out to me. Um, yeah. usually I just stick with like what I know with these directs and I didn't know anything about this, but once I saw that style, it really gave me like Don Bluth vibes, which is like an old animator and 
just it looked visually beautiful. So I don't think I'll buy it as soon as it drops. I want to see like if people are liking it, but I'm for sure interested in just for, over the style alone. It looks beautiful. Yeah, I think I think the art style looks cool and like that's something I'm pretty picky on. So I'm really excited to check it out. And now that I know that you're interested, I will most likely get it for sure so we can play it because that would be a fun fucking game to play. But uh, I don't know why they didn't show this with a fucking I guess it's because it's the only game coming out right now. But uh, quick um, real time update at 6 p.m. at June 22nd uh, Fire Emblem is being is now available for the nintendo switch online expansion pass which is wow. a game advanced game so there it is right there oh wow uh, wait when did they announce got, that right now like literally just now that's cool so i remember a lot of people fucking loving that game so congrats to fire emblem fans you get yet another win uh it dropped, yeah it dropped right now or they just announced it yeah right no now? it's literally available right now oh cool player yeah um pretty cool i love that kind of stuff uh yeah so next up our uh, myth force comes out this year but no release date uh next up is splatoon 3 splatfest the ice cream wars it's between vanilla ice cream strawberry ice cream and mint chip it runs through july 14th through the 16th uh if you play splatoon 3 go check that out but okay Ryan. yeah neither of us play splatoon so yeah a lot of people like this game go have fun we've never played maybe we're missing it but we won't know till we try it enjoy yeah like uh unfortunately we just can't really speak to it because we don't play it but uh like i said to him before we hit record i gotta respect the game still giving support to their fans so fuck it uh next up is detective pikachu returns which comes out october 6 2023 and i gotta i gotta tell you man i think the graphics look terrible but i'm excited as fuck to play it because I do think the humans actually look very well animated. So, um, but to be honest, like I want to support this game with my wallet because I want to detect a Pikachu 2 movie. So no matter what, I'm going to buy this game. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be a shill for sure. But I, I do think the game looks interesting. I think the voice acting is great. Um, who knows? It could be a very fucking good game. But I, I think we need more Pokemon spinoffs. The the universe, the characters, there's there's so much there. I hate to see it get wasted. So I'm going to support this game. But I do think it looks already out the gate like a 7.5 out of 10. But we'll see. Um, Ryan, what are your thoughts on this game so far? Um, I didn't play the first Detective Pikachu game on the 3DS. But this one's been in talks for like a couple years. So I knew it was coming eventually. But finally seeing it, yeah, graphics wise, it was kind of underwhelming. But I had the opposite opinion. I thought the... Pokemon look pretty good, but the humans look kind of funky. Other than Pikachu, Pikachu look kind of funky. But um, yeah, same. I'm yeah. gonna support this game. I'll give it a shot. It's Pokemon, and I love Pokemon. And then it was also super like uncanny valley hearing uh Pikachu have the same voice as BoJack Horseman. I like couldn't get past that in the trailer. Nice. That's like a show I really enjoy. Yeah, I mean, is it actually the same voice actor? Yeah, Will Arnett. At first, I was like, maybe it's not Will Arnett. It just sounds Wait, like him, and then I looked it? it up after. Oh yeah. It does yeah. kind of sound like him. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That's fucking cool. So I That's thought a that solid was a choice. Yeah. I think yeah, everybody in the comments that I was reading was like, Danny DeVito, Danny DeVito. It's like, okay, that's so old. They've been saying that like for years. Yeah. Uh, next up, I think is a massive ass. You were going to say something? No, I thought you were uh, cutting out again. Sorry. Oh, no, you're good. Uh, next up is a massive announcement for me, especially because especially I haven't played the original and I've always wanted to is Super Mario RPG is getting a remaster and it comes out November 17, 2023. It was originally launched on the Super Nintendo system, the the SNES, and it never came to Nintendo Switch Online, which I thought it would. I was very patient, but it didn't. So now we're getting a remaster of it that I think looks very cute and true to its predecessor. But I think the gameplay looks good. The characters look great. I, I truly cannot wait to get my hands on this. I've heard like people claim to this day it's still the best Mario game. People really die on the hill for this game. And I can't wait to get my hands on it. I can't wait to do a review for it. So yeah, Brian, what are your thoughts on this game? Oh my god, is my connection that bad? Kid, and my memories are very foggy about it. I enjoyed it, but I 
obviously couldn't get that far because I had to return it. But yeah, I'm excited. A lot of people, like you said, just claim this is like one of the, if not the best Mario game ever. So I'm excited to finally be able to play it. I wish we could also have the original on Switch Online, but obviously I know they're not going to do that when a brand new remaster is coming out. But I'm I'm hyped as shit for this game. I can finally actually play the game full on, like completely. So that's good. I know a lot of people are stoked. Geno fans, people love Geno. They wanted him in Smash for so long. So overall, yeah. I'm happy. Everybody else is happy. This is a this was a really smart move for them to do. I think so too. And before we move on, I have no idea why my internet is unstable. I I literally turned off one. I turned off three devices off the internet too to see if that help out. But uh, yeah. So moving forward, I apologize, but uh, we're gonna keep the show going here. Uh, next up is. The new Nintendo Switch Peach game. So Peach is finally getting a new game after like, I think, 20 years. Um, I'm excited. I think Peach is an amazing character. I really love what Anya Taylor-Joy brought to the table and illumination with the movie. Kind of really made me appreciate the character all over again because she she was one of the original badasses when they let her shine. So I think there's a lot of, you know, little girls out there growing up and like they don't have their own character. You know, they always see Peach. They'd probably like to see her get her own game and now it's fucking happening, and I think it's so cool. And I'm really excited for Peach fans. There's a ton of them out there. So I I love having the variety with these Super Mario characters. Uh, but Brian, what did you think of this so far, just off the brief moment? I'm super stoked for the people. I think she's only, Peach has only had one Nintendo DS game, so that's awesome. She's getting another game. I'm excited to see more gameplay, and then that's probably going to make my decision whether, I, rather, eh, whether I'd buy it or not. But um excited but i need to see more before i personally decide if i'm gonna buy it or not yeah i'll probably pick it up as like an investment or something yeah for sure that makes sense actually yeah i'd love to have it as part of my collection um speaking of that motherfucking best buy didn't give me my super mario brother my super mario all-stars remember how i told you i got it for like 24 bucks out of nowhere i didn't tell you that no when so randomly like three weeks ago maybe a month now best buy listed 3d all-stars for 24 bucks and i fucking got a copy but they clearly knew that they fucked up and they delayed my shipping and they said if it's delayed till this day we're gonna give you your money back but yeah so while we're talking about it i'm gonna check my order status (laughs) wait so did they officially cancel it or well, that's what I'm checking right now while we're talking about it because it's it's I'm literally loading it up right now. It's not going to be take a good investment. Than. The price is slowly going up on that. Well, I always wanted it physically. I bought it digitally. So I was you like, never got oh, it man. physically. I thought Eric bought like two or three copies. Uh, no. Yeah, they fucking canceled it. That's so Damn. lame, dude. Like, fuck you, man. Honor the system, homie. I should have bought Don't two be- of those. I only bought one. Yeah, because it's like 80 bucks now and I, I really want it for my physical collection but i guess i'm not anyways yeah so i will probably buy this to have it in my library but i'm really excited for peach fans i love it when a new character from nintendo gets their time to shine and speaking of that we have a game that i never played but i got nothing but good reviews from uh, friends but also the industry themselves we have luigi's mansion 2 from the 3ds luigi's mansion 2 dark moon it's getting a remaster and it's coming out next year I heard that the PvE, like the multi uh, multiplayer or the co-op with your friends, is a ton of fun. It's like a tower, a survival tower or whatever. Um, I heard nothing but good things about this game. So, uh, shout out to Luigi's Mansion fans. I'm always excited to see this franchise get some love. And I think it's cool because, you know, it's a, it's a good game. So, uh, Brian, are you going to pick this up? Do you, did you play any of them? I played the original GameCube and I played the, was it four? What was the one on Switch? Or it was three. I think it was three. three. Yeah, yeah I, I played those, but I didn't play Dark Moon, but I'm going to pick it up. I'm excited. I like both of the other Luigi's Mansions, but what this drop or release makes me think of the most is that Nintendo is willing to remaster 3DS games. So that opens a door. For so many others, they could like remaster and put on the Switch. If they put a link between worlds on the Switch, I'd be so happy. So that's a lot to think about. I think there's a lot of like games they can mess with a little bit and then put on the Switch. 
Yeah, I'm really excited for Nintendo to keep making their uh, first party IPs like remastered, whether it's GameCube, DS or 3DS. Those are eras that you cannot replicate. And mm-hmm. I think that this, that's why it's OK for a remaster for preservation. Um, yeah, I, I really hope they continue to do this. I would love to see Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask 3DS remastered again for the, this console. I would lose my shit because I, I truly believe Ocarina of Time 3DS is just a, a, a landmark remaster for a handheld. So I would think it would suit very, very well at 1080p 60 frames or something like that on the switch um honestly i don't think it's out of the realm of possibility but yeah, uh yeah those two games sorry i think those two games would be semi easy to port over to the switch because i don't think they use they don't utilize the touchscreen too much whereas if you have a 3ds or ds games that uses the touchscreen too much it kind of might it might be hard to transition into the switch but ocarina of time and majora's mask um hd or whatever you, you call them 3D, those would kind of work on the Switch, so that would be really exciting for them to do too. Yeah, I just hope they keep their, you know, their their minds open to that kind of opportunity. Because, like I said, I I love having this nice Switch library. I love that the Switch is like the console of all consoles right now for Nintendo, and I think there's nothing wrong with that. I think we just need the pet more powerful model to hurry up and come out. But next up is the Batman Arkham trilogy from Rocksteady Entertainment. Very, very popular trilogy. Seriously, highly, highly reviewed games way before Spider-Man came out again on the PS4. But uh, yeah, these games are truly cherished amongst fans. I played Asylum for a little bit. I played Arkham City as like Robin and Nightwing um, with the challenges I think you got from DLC. Uh, I don't remember playing um, Arkham Knight. That's the last one. But I do know that people like cherish these. We do have Kevin Conroy, who may rest in peace, uh, voice acting as Batman once again with Mark Hamill doing the Joker. So that alone should make you pick up the trilogy if you've never played it or if you're a Switch only player. This is for you if you've never touched it. But uh, Brian, what are your thoughts on this trilogy? Yeah, this is a trilogy of games that I've personally never played, sadly, but I've heard nothing but great things about. So when I saw this trailer, I was excited and I was like, that's a day one buy for me because I'll, I will play these games. And like I said, I heard nothing but good things. So I'm excited to finally get to play. Did that get a release date or did that just say like, fall? it says fall 2023, but I, I, I'm sure they'll stick to that release date. I could, ex- I could uh, probably expect this September or October and uh, just imagine playing this in handheld mode on your OLED. It's, it's going to look good. It's going to look good for sure. Uh, next up is Gloomhaven, which I forgot what this is. I apologize. Yeah, I got to click on um, too. I'm clicking on it. Uh, <laughs> hurry up and play the trailer. <laughs> Tactical RPG. I, oh, oh, it's a rock, paper, scissors, tactical RPG. Let's see. I don't know if I got a lot to say about this one. Oh, well, I just want to see. Oh, there's like literally nothing to really say about it. <laughs> It's just like a CGI trailer with like very minimal gameplay. Um, it does have DLC already announced for it. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't look terrible. If you're into fantasy, I think this game's for you. And if you're into RPGs, tactical RPGs, this is for you. Um, I think it looks more like a fantasy XCOM. So we will have to uh, see. I'll keep an eye out for it. If I play it, I'll let you know. But next up is... Just Dance 2024 edition. Honestly, like it really makes me happy to see this game still like come out and get new releases because I know the fans who play this are like are dedicated to it and it's a really good party game for people who like to dance. So I'm always happy for these fans. I don't know why, but I, you know, I, I think, well, it probably has something to do with being such a huge fan of Guitar Hero and Rock Band. So then I'm, I'm still glad that some kind of music or rhythm game is still out there and exist. But, uh, Brian, did you ever play these or do you even have any interest in these? No, <laughs> no, I can't dance. I <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I think I've seen maybe a friend play it once, and I, they're like, "Do you want to try?" And I'm like, "Do you want to see me try?" And they're like, "I've seen you what? dance at a Shrek rave, okay?" Oh yeah, like, yeah. No, I mean, I, I can't believe I, this franchise must be really popular. It doesn't sell that much that it's been going this long and has this much. That's wild. Um, cool. I mean, rad. I can't wait to 
dance to Miley Cyrus in my living room. You can't wait to hear flowers constantly. That was the name of the song. I didn't know I was in it. Yeah. I can buy myself flowers. Yeah. No, cool. All you people or all you guys that are going to buy this game. Enjoy. Dance your little hearts out. Yeah, no, for sure. I think the franchise has now gone on for almost 10 years. Uh, next up from Exceed Games is Silent Hope, which is a ARPG. So it's it's an action RPG. So it's uh, a dungeon crawler, sort of. So if you played Diablo or other games like that, then you will feel very familiar here. I'm watching the gameplay right now, and I do remember that this game kind of, for whatever reason, it sparked interest in me. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right, because you can build a base camp. You can get new materials and craft new items. Um, I, You know... There is farming. There's just a, it looks like there's just a lot of stuff you can do with it to progress through the game. So uh, the chibi characters actually don't bother me for whatever reason. I guess I can really pick and choose when animation doesn't bother me. I'm weird like that, I guess. But I think this game looks cool. Uh, depending on the price point, I plan on checking it out. But what about you, Brian? Yeah, I don't really got much to say about this one. Silent Hope. Mm. Yeah, I honestly have no thoughts on it. If if I hear it's good, I'll buy it, but I really have no thoughts. <laughs> Sorry. Well, Silent, Silent Hope comes out October 3rd. Uh, next up is Brian's favorite game from the Nintendo Direct, Fay Farm, a fairy farming game. Oh, Lord. Comes out September 8th. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, if you're into that stuff. That's where I walked go. away. I step. I still. I stepped aside for a few minutes, but I was driving, so I stepped right inside <laughs> of the car. Yeah, I actually uh, opened the door in the fast lane, going seventy miles per hour. <laughs> I <laughs> I walked away and then came back for fucking Hot Wheels two, unleashed turbocharged, which comes out October nineteenth. Hot Wheels uh, two, see you in the bargain bin in a year. Yeah, Hot Wheels two, electric boogaloo. <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, yeah, if you're a Hot Wheels racing game fan, if you played the first one, I think came out literally a year and a half ago, uh, this is for you, but, uh, I'm good. What about you, Brian? That game is going to be $10 a year or less after it comes out. It's, it's, yeah, it's going to be bargain bin game for sure. That is correct. If you do, uh, have interest in it, but you don't want to like pay the 60, I guarantee if you wait like a half a year, it'll be like 30 bucks. Or is something, it going to be so. 60? A Hot Wheels game going to be 60? I well, well, it's, a, it's a full-fledged title. Yeah, I mean, it launched like that. Does the it first say? One, yeah. I'd be surprised if it was... Uh, I'd be. I'd think it'd be 30 or 40. It's it's a $60 game. What are you talking about? That's wild. What do you mean? It's a It's got over 100 cars, and you can create your own tracks. You can play online. There's a career mode. It's a, it's a full content game. I'll go buy that Ross Stress for less than a year. They'll have a whole stack of them. Yeah, Stress for more. Uh, so that's Hot Wheels 2. Uh, we got Manic Mechanics uh, next, comes out July 13th. Um, I think it looks interesting if you're into that sort of stuff, but it looks like a mini game turned into a full title. What about you, Brian? How do you feel about this? Waiting for it to load. Can't remember. There was a lot we saw well, yesterday. It literally looks like a Pokemon Stadium mini game where like, you feed things to a car and you rebuild the car, but there's also like um, map like traps and stuff, things that can interfere in your... Like you oh, can I get see affected it. by uh, aliens. No, I'll pass on that. But I, I, I guess it looks cool. I mean, if you know what, I'm happy you guys want to hear. Yeah, I'm happy for the 30 people who are into it. Okay, that's all that matters. Right. Uh, Mario plus Rabbit Sparks of Sadness, the last Spark Sadness. Uh, this game isn't coming back, but they did announce that the last expansion comes out today. It, can't, it literally nice. came out yesterday. So uh, there is going to be a demo for it, but I'm pretty sure this game is not getting a third entry. It, it didn't do nearly as good as the first one. So. Yeah, the second one did really bad, didn't it? Well, it's just like it's just it was like a niche thing. We didn't need a second one. You know, I saw it when it first came out and I was like, yeah, no. And then I saw it drop to like 10 or 15 and I bought it and I played it for like maybe 30 minutes. And I'm like, yeah, it's not my style. So, um. I don't need this new one, but if it drops to $15, I'll buy it just for like collection sake. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you, yeah, I guess you could. That's for sure. It probably will go on sale too. Cause it's a Ubi since it's like a spinoff Mario game. So you probably could get it at a good price. Well, that's what happened with the original because it's a Ubisoft game. It like, it yeah. doesn't have the I, Nintendo 
syndrome where they won't drop it because I seriously bought the first one physical for, for like ten bucks, ten or fifteen. It was ten or it was something it. like that. I bought the gold edition digitally, I think, for ten bucks because I, I actually did want to play the game, but I, I just I don't know, dude. Tactical RPGs, I can't do it. I don't know. I gave it a shot. I gave it a good 30, 45 minutes, and I'm like, nah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, next up is a game that I'm personally not interested in, but I think is a huge win for the franchise because this is like another franchise, just like Persona and like Fire Emblem, that the fan base clearly is dedicated, and I, I really have a lot of respect for that. So we have Dragon Quest Monsters, the Dark Prince. So Dragon Quest is making their own Pokemon-esque game. It comes out uh, December 1st, 2023. I think the game looks really good if you're into this franchise, and I'm really excited for those fans. But for me personally, I'm just going to have to check out of this one. But what about you, Brian? I don't know why I thought you liked Dragon Quest. But um, I don't know anything about the series, but the trailer looked cool, but not enough for me to be interested in buying it. So yeah, some of the monsters look cool. Yeah, I, I think like some of the monsters one, look cool. Yeah. The blue one that looks like a teardrop. He's like one of the main monsters, I believe. I just remember that controller they made back in the day of him. And it was like, the. do you remember that? No. I'm going to have to send it to you. It's like the most impractical controller to use because it's like a big circle. And eh. some people. All I know is I fucking hate the theme song that they always play in every single trailer for this game. I have to look it up now. Yeah, just look up the Dragon Quest theme song. You'll get it real quick. Uh, next up is what we thought most of this direct would be centered around, but actually didn't waste a lot of our time. And I don't actually think it looks good it is Pikmin four, which comes out July 21st, the day before my birthday. Uh, yeah, I, I, I really was, um, not that I was going to get it, but I, I've always had like a weird interest in Pikmin. Um, but I, I have never played them. It, it just, I, I just feel like the gameplay from this one could really turn me away. But have you ever played Pikmin, and is this something you'd be interested in? No, I haven't played any, but um, the fourth one looks okay. And I know I'm kind of jumping ahead, but the fact that the um, you're going to be able to play every single Pikmin on the Switch. Yeah. So, like, for my Switch physical game collection, that kind of makes me want to buy all of them just to, like, have them all. But I've never played any, and gameplay-wise, it looks okay. But honestly, I'm not going to buy them like all day one. I'll probably buy them over time if I can find a like nice di- or nice price. But at some point, I'm going to own all of the games. Yeah, I just I'm right there with you, though. That is like a cool idea, uh, especially for you. Well, mainly for you more than me. But uh, yeah, Pikmin 1 and 2 are also out as of yesterday digitally. And then it will physically be out the 22nd of September um for pikmin fans i'm really happy like this is something we talk about like pokemon star fox zelda i wish we just had all the titles back i feel like nintendo has really cemented themselves as the company that can get away with keep re-releasing the same games on their future title or future consoles especially if they touch them up just a little bit to run better i'm okay with that like they have my permission that they didn't ask for you know like go ahead bring them all back so i'm glad pikmin got the win so far um, I'm excited to see what they do next with the franchise and our other favorites. You like say? you said, I am pretty happy that they didn't waste too much of the direct on that because I was pretty worried about that. I was worried that like 20 minutes of it would just be Pikmin, and I was like, oh. but it kind of went fast. Yeah, I just I felt like the showcase for this game was not good. See, the thing is, we do have to judge it based off these trailers because we're talking about Nintendo here. Game Pass, I can talk shit all day, but at least I can go play it because it's going to be on Game Pass and I can try it. I can't try these games. So for me, it's kind of a problem if you don't really grab my attention in the trailers. That's just don't me, though. Doesn't Nintendo Switch Online sometimes let you download full games for like a week? Obviously, they're not going to do that with a brand new like Pikmin 4, but I've seen them do that with their Switch Online where you can download full games for like a week. I wish I had an example, but I've seen them do it with like four games at least. Well, yeah, they've done it with like uh, Mario Tennis, I think they've done it with, I think Splatoon. They've done it with some of their big titles and also big third party titles for a weekend, but I'm going to be busy whenever that happens and not be interested. So, <laughs> you know, whatever. Uh, but you're not wrong. I really do appreciate you bringing it up because that is something they do like, uh, most other consoles. Uh, next up is metal gear solid master collection volume one, which comes with a ton of games. It comes with one, two, and three, the three D platformers. And then it comes with the original three um, Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid and all that stuff. Uh, it comes with the ability to listen to soundtracks, list, uh, watch a visual art book. Um, 
You can see spoilers on it. It's just a crazy collection. Comes out October 24th. I don't know what I'm doing yet about this. I have never been interested in Metal Gear, but I do think this collection is like pretty solid. What about you? I'm picking this one up. I only played the um, first one. Not the first. The first one on the PlayStation I played back in the day with a friend. And I really enjoyed that game. And I'm just a sucker for like a collection type game on the Switch. And they're having it physical. So, yeah, I'll buy it. I'm pretty sure... It was only, I could be 100% wrong. I'm pretty sure they said it was only released on the Vita and it runs pretty poorly on the Vita. So the fact that it's going to be on Switch, that's a little bit more powerful than the Vita. So we, we should be good. <laughs> <laughs> it sure is. We'll have to see what happens. Uh, and then shout out to Alex if he ever hears this. One of the games that he played recently on his phone, I think, or just had a lot of time, fun times with. Uh, Vampire Survivors also comes out September, or I'm sorry, August 17th of this year. Uh, it's an over-the-top twin-stick-looking shooter. Um, you can play a co-op. You can get new materials, costumes, characters. It looks like just a shoot 'em up have fun, call it a day kind of game. doesn't interest me, but what about you, Brian? Yeah, I'm not a big vampire person. Ever since the Twilight series ended, I just have no interest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's a game that... Uh, uh, the the name got me excited, but the gameplay didn't. Uh, Headbangers Rhythm Royale uh, comes out October thirty first. Uh, I don't know. It, okay, what about you, Ryan? Mom, is that the pigeon one? <laughs> yeah, it, it looks really fun and goofy, but it doesn't still look for me. It looked like, dumb as shit, but it had pigeons, and you know I'm a sucker for like stupid games like Fight Crab. God, I love that game. Anyways, this is <laughs> one where I will wait to see if it's like getting good reviews before i buy it but hell if it's getting good reviews and it's like not that expensive i'll buy that for the collection fuck it yeah i'll check it out yeah because remember um remember the skatebird you know it was like the tony hawk with the bird that was and such like, a letdown wasn't that in yeah. a direct a couple years ago well yeah that's what i'm saying like we thought it would be like cool and it's like it came out as like really really bad like one of the worst rated games for a while it was so bad that like even i didn't buy the physical copy because eventually they announced a physical copy and i'd like crazy with how many switch games i buy i just like owning my games but that game was so bad that i didn't even want the physical copy i contemplated it but i was like no you heard it here first brian thought about it but he didn't commit to it <laughs> skatebird yeah skatebird that's what it's called right uh next yeah. up we have penny's big breakaway uh i don't care but that's what, what I thought at first. That's what I thought at first until I heard that it's from the same team that did Sonic Mania and they are talented motherfuckers. So I'm going to buy that game just solely because of the team that made it. Well, I was going to say, uh, it does look like a good 3D platformer. Yeah. Is it fully 3D or was it like, I don't know. I just remember it looked kind of silly and then they're like, the team behind Sonic Mania. And I'm like, damn it, I got to buy it. <laughs> the team behind Sonic Mania is coming back to make a new game. Yeah, I'll buy. Uh, I'm I'm watching footage of it right now. It is kind of a 3D platformer. Like these people. I mean, yeah. Based off the gameplay I'm seeing, like this looks like a team that knows how to make these games. I hope it's not 60, but I'll buy. It, it doesn't look bad. It actually doesn't look too bad. Now that I'm watching it. The character, the main one, looked kind of goofy, but I can get past that. Well, yeah, I think the characters look stupid, but the worlds look cool. I don't know. I hope you get it and actually just like it and call it a day. So that comes out early 2024. Nice. Uh, next up is something that all of you know I'm going to be happy about or know that I'm going to be happy about is Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Booster Course Pass number five coming out summer 2023. So it'll probably be the end of July or the beginning of August. Uh, it is free with your Nintendo Switch Online Expansion Pass or you can buy the Course Pass. I think it's like 25 bucks, but it comes with a Nimic and uh, Wriggler, Wriggler, Wiggler wiggler yeah from the mario kart 7 game and then we have prana plant from the gamecube double dash so we have three new characters being added into this uh an all original course called squeaky clean sprint uh we have the characters and then that's actually kind of all they showed for course or yeah it's the course and three characters is all they showed but i love me some fucking mario kart so let's keep the ride going I really want a new one, but fuck it. They are doing what I wanted, and that all I ask is new fucking courses. So I'm getting what I want. Do you even play Mario Kart anymore? 
I play it like socially. Like when I bring my Switch, some like to a friend gathering, we'll play it. But I'm I'm never just home and I want to play Mario Kart. But there's so much DLC now, and that's amazing. That's great. But I just it's only a game I play where it's like a social setting. I never play alone. So yeah, like I I uh, I like to play it by myself or online with other people. But I'll tell you what, I love this game socially, and I wish I had a group of people I could play Mario or Nintendo socially with once a month or something. Anyways, uh, next up is there was what? one thing that wasn't in that list it's technically not a game but what did you think when they first started talking about zelda because i know a lot of people were like dlc and i'm like really like you think they're gonna do dlc a month into the game like oh because yeah it was right the amiibos part, wasn't yeah I, th- I think uh clearly they're gonna do dlc for this game and i hope it's like really really good dlc but i think the amiibos are sick as fuck and I think Tears of the Kingdom should be supported for like a whole year through Amiibos, through content. I think they should not let this game. Yeah, it does show it on the list. It shows it. at. Oh, it does. I'm sorry. Fucking bitch. Um, <laughs> I think the Amiibos are cool. Um, the Skyward Sword Link actually just got re- uh, re-released, but it already sold out again. I'm hoping to pick up that because then I have all of my favorite 3D Zelda Amiibos. And then I'd love to get all of the Tears of the Kingdom amiibos. So for me, it's cool. Um, yeah, I just think Tears of the Kingdom can use any support possible. And I can't wait to see what they do next for the game. I can't wait to see what expansion they come out with, if anything at all. Um, I think there's some serious potential with this game to keep it alive and keep it going and keep those sales just fucking flooding in. Because I guarantee you, probably like 50 to 70% of the people who bought the game once again, the fastest selling Zelda game of all time will probably pick up that expansion pass. So uh, next up is Star Ocean. The second story R. it's a remake of the second Star Ocean game comes out November 2nd, 2023. And if I'm correct, I thought this actually looked pretty decent. I'm trying to pop up the trailer right now just to be refreshed in the moment. Um, let me. Oh, yeah, that's where you can pick between the two characters. And it's a 2.5D open world game. So it's a 2.5D yet 3D game. So the world is 3D, but the characters are 2.5D. Uh, this is not for me, but I thought it was aesthetically pleasing. So I'm really excited for the fans of this, and I hope I hope they like it. Brian? I'm trying to scroll to that. Um, yeah, if I don't remember it, then... Oh, there it is, Star Ocean. And it looks like a JRPG, but I honestly don't remember much about it, so... Well, it is a JRPG, yeah. I'll pass. But... Congrats if you're excited for this game. Yeah, you know what? Because we've we've taken a huge turn when we talk about these Nintendo Directs. At this point, I'm just happy for people, you know. But uh, I do like the variety in the showcase. I'm not gonna lie. I feel like uh, when next I first up. Started, sorry, I feel like when I first started talking about when I first started being on your podcast and talking about Nintendo Directs, I really feel like I used to be negative when there was a game I didn't like. I don't know if I was, but I remember being like, hey, "Oh fuck no, this game. we all were." Okay. And I don't I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It's not like we do this to be positive. I just I just choose to be positive because it's like, what if someone really likes that? You know, like I'm not going to shit on their fun. But mm-hmm. if I think the game sucks, I will destroy it. But I haven't played these. And, uh, you know, it just it just doesn't interest me out the gate. I think this next game looks fucking stupid. I think Fuck they you. all do. Fuck you. I know what it is. <sighs> the fucking stupid ass franchise. Uh, anyways, next up is WarioWare. Move it. Oh, yeah. Comes out November 3rd, 2023. I think they all look stupid as shit. But what about you, Brian? I fucking love the WarioWare WarioWare franchise. I love the Wario Land franchise. I don't like when they get too gimmicky, like with the motion controls. I like the last oh, one where yeah. it was just it was just mini games. It's just fun. This one looks kind of over the top gimmicky with the movement. Which is fine. They've had other ones. I think the one on the Wii was kind of like that too. But I'm gonna buy this. I fucking love this franchise and just some of the mini games we saw looked really fun and like creative. So yeah, day one buy. I'm happy for you, bud. Have you played any of them? No, they look fucking stupid. I could care you less. Play at least the Game Boy Advance one. You might like that. I don't know okay. if you would like the gimmicky ones, like I said, like the Wii or this one. The ones that are like overly motiony. Yeah. Do you ever play Mario Land? Any of them? 
I, I don't even like Wario as a character. So God, Wario Land 4 is like one of my favorite platformers of all time. It's yeah. up there. It's definitely like top five. I'll have to, I'll, I mean, I'll check it out. Or like if I'm with you and we, you got your Switch, like I'll check it out or whatever. I don't know. We'll see. They're going to add that to the Switch eventually for sure. And I'm going to be a happy boy that day. Nice. I can't wait for that day. Uh, next up is Nintendo Life 2023. Uh, it's going to be uh, September 1st through the 4th. There's going to be Smash Bros. tournaments, uh, Splatoon, Mario Kart. It's just, you know, it's all of their games and, uh, you know, previews. And there's just a lot to be desired here if you're a huge Nintendo fan and you want to go to their events. So go ahead and check that out because I believe if you're a player, you can sign up for a free ticket for admission uh, if you're a competitive player. So be sure to check that out. Uh, next up, just to wrap that up, is the Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom Amiibos. They come out holiday 2023, so it's going to be Zelda and Ganondorf. Uh, I think it looks sick. And um, yeah, I, I just can't wait to see what we do here. I think there's uh, a lot of potential, as I said, with the Amiibos and then content moving forward with this game. So I, I really hope to be surprised. But uh, next up is Super Mario Bros. Wonder. comes out October 20th, 2023. It is a new... 2D Super Mario, uh, basically it's from the same development team as new Super Mario Bros. It's been making these games since the DS, to the Wii, to the Wii U, now to the Switch. But now as a fully-fledged new title, which it didn't interest me until I saw the co-op aspect of it. And I saw all of the playable characters from Yoshi, Daisy, Toad, Peach, uh, Luigi... I mean, I am a sucker for all the characters getting together to do some kind of antics. And I think it'd be fun to play with people. So I will most likely be adding this to my collection post launch. I I mean, I don't I fucking hate 2D games. So even though I'm excited for like the characters and even though I do like Yoshi's Island to death, um, we'll see. We'll see. I, I think it's fun and exciting for fans of the franchise, though. You know, the 2D part of the franchise. I think the new power ups and then the new like crystal star or whatever the fuck it is, the wonder star and what it does to the level is I think really cool and really creative to give it that sense of like freshness, but um, we'll have to wait and see. But Brian, how do you feel about this? I'm kind of indifferent on it. I obviously, you know, I love 2d Mario, the old ones, but they kind of lost me when they started doing the new super Mario brothers. I think a lot of those ones just don't have the same charm visually or just, Gameplay wise, they just don't have the same charm as those early 2D Mario games. So I've only played a chunk of those. And this one obviously looks like that. It's a 2D Mario game. Visually, it looks kind of cool. I mean, they kind of sharpened up Mario's design and made him a little more cartoony, which is cool. But uh, I'll buy it. But it just looks like Mario takes acid. Okay. Yeah. Pretty much. Right. Yeah, like it, it's different and it, it could be very, very different when you actually get down in like to the nitty gritty and like play the fucking game. But yeah, sure. um, I would say on the surface, it just doesn't look that different. Like it just know. looks like the new Super Mario Brothers line. And I yeah, did you play those like, games. I really didn't. Um, like they had a bunch. They had them on DS, 3DS. I think they even had them on Switch and Wii. There's a whole line of the three. Yeah, they, they had them across the board, starting with DS. DS was the first one. I remember getting that in 2011. I think that's when they started coming out. So, yeah, like I think the I think they're cool in theory, but I think they've done it so much. But the thing is, the reason why it's back, Brian, because I don't know if you knew this or not. They fucking sell a shit ton of copies. They sell so many copies of this franchise. In fact, it's one of the highest selling franchises of the Mario games. 2D so, Mario? Well, just the new Super Mario Bros. Like that that line of games. Well, it's easy for kids to pick up and play that one, whereas I can see Odyssey or Galaxy being like kind of complicated for younger kids. But 2D Mario, you got left and right, you jump. Like you can figure it out. So I get that. Yeah, I I get it too. I just wish that we would have got another 3D um, Mario or anything related to the movie. I I'm, I'm still kind of blown away by that. But you know what? This game could also be really good still. So I'm excited for it. You know, no. Mario turns into an elephant. So, I mean, come on. What's next? Take, take my money, Nintendo. You motherfuckers. Although I next feel like time. those flowers that talk are going to get annoying as fuck. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. And you could hear a little bit of Mario in there. And a lot of people are getting 
not mad. A lot of people were saying it's not Charles Martinet. It's not Charles Martinet. And I'm like, what do you want? Chris Pratt? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know why they just don't do like a movie game. I think they're waiting for like the, I think they're waiting for the sequel to the movie where they have like Yoshi and even more Mario characters to maybe have like a full on like Mario world game, but it's from the movie. I could see that. Do they, do you think they expected that level of success with the Mario movie? Cause I did. Even before it came out, I told my no. girlfriend, I was like, this is going to like didn't. break records. This is an untapped market of like Nintendo and movies. Like it, they're going to they straight. Really, straight uh, they projected it to be lower than it did. No, they didn't expect it to do so good. Yeah, I, I really knew it was going to. Dude, everybody fucking knows Mario. Kids know Mario. Adults know Mario. I'm Yeah, but for it to do a billion dollars, I didn't think it was going to do that good. You're crazy if you thought it was going to do that good. I, Detective honestly, Pikachu didn't even do that good. And Pokemon's the highest selling IP of all time. You're right. You're right. That's a that's a great argument, actually. Yeah, fuck your argument. But I feel <laughs> like if Detective Pikachu wasn't live action and say it was no. God, I don't know. I agree with you. I I think it's awesome that you believed in it though, because I did too after the trailers. I just I just feel like I mean, this honestly, this goes to show that being committed to the, the the source material and not giving a fuck what the Internet thinks is the way to go. Because honestly, they stuck to their guns in this movie and they made a billion dollars. They broke records, as you said, across the board. And I can't wait to see what they do with it from here. They're, they are officially in talks for a Zelda movie. And I think with this animation, I think you can fucking knock it out of the park if you if you. I don't know what they're going to do, but I would hope to God that they loosely follow like Breath of the Wild, to be completely honest. Like, I think that they can make something work there, but uh, we'll have to wait and see. Um, Did that cross yeah. your mind at all when they popped up to talk about Zelda for a minute that maybe they would just confirm that like a Zelda movie is in development? Did that cross your mind at all? Uh, no, I think they would literally spend an, a five minute separate episode to do that. Okay, I just didn't know, like, it was just going to be Amiibo when they came up for Zelda. I was like, it's not obviously DLC. What the fuck are they going to talk about? Yeah, but everything Illumination, they did separately from the directs. They didn't do anything combined. So, they uh, even the announcement of the cast, they did separately from a fucking regular direct. I could have swore the announcement for the cast was in a direct. I could have sworn. We'll have to look that up. Fact check. Yeah, we'll have to fact check that. Um, <laughs> I'll... I'll uh, answer it on the next episode, regardless if Brian's here or not. <laughs> um, but yeah, Brian, so that's the fucking Nintendo Direct. I really felt good all around. I would give it a solid 8 out of 10. I mean, how do you, how do you feel about it, man? It's a good number. There was, um as I was watching throughout, there was a lot of high points. So I'm used to watching a lot of Directs, and there's more low points than high points. Usually it's like two things I like. And I think I was like, close to 10 maybe a little under 10 things that i was like interested in buying and that's like that's really good so yeah let's see you're right i'm gonna count real quick while we're doing this one uh one what happened uh, i'm like trying to count the games that i would buy one i'm still at one i'm not gonna go through the list but i know it was uh, close two, to 10 or 10 three four five six seven uh, out of the list of games, there's only seven that I know I'd probably buy. Like, and if the, I just I know about it. Did you count Metal Gear? Nope, I don't think I'd buy it. Well, can, counting Metal Gear and WarioWare, that's nine already. What about that weird one that we were talking about at the end from the Sonic Mania team, Penny something? You won't buy that, right? Fuck no, Penny's. Yeah, it's already ten for me. Yeah, yeah. I just, uh, you know, I don't know. It's it's so tough. Like, I don't complete a lot of games these days and as i told you on the phone like i'm doing whatever i can to not finish my first playthrough of fucking (laughs) tears of the kingdom so it's just kind of a toss-up right now too because i was trying to record videos for youtube so like video games as a whole are kind of weird for me right now but anyways back to the point i think that direct was amazing i'm really excited to see what nintendo brings to the table next because i think this direct is kind of like a stepping stone for them to be the juggernauts of the gaming industry. I mean, if they, if they keep delivering this many, this much first party stuff plus third party support, I mean, dude, holy shit. We are in for a treat moving forward because that's something I've noticed with Nintendo. 
they are very happy to announce their first party shit with us. They will announce it and they are very consistent about not delaying it. Tears of the Kingdom, they delayed it for, I think, what, a few months, maybe a year total, you know, of the delays. I don't know. Could was there one or on two del- delays for Tears of I the Kingdom? I think there was two delays for Tears of the Kingdom. And didn't Breath of the Wild have like three, I think. Oh, I don't know. All I know is that clearly they know what the fuck they're doing and they're not afraid to do it. Because like I said, Tears of the Kingdom broke records. So I I am I don't know. I'm on Nintendo Cider now. I picked up the Zelda themed OLED. Uh, I think the console is honestly like almost a masterpiece. Like if the performance was any better, I would play this all the time. I just think, I think the screen's great. I think the metal console instead of all the plastic shit was genius. Um, this this truly feels like a premium product. So Nintendo's like really really in my court right now, and I, I'm I'm just so excited for the future of Nintendo. But that's pretty much all I got today. Uh, Brian, uh, close out whatever you want, and then tell the people where to find you. Yeah, thanks for having me on again. This was a great talk and a great direct, so excited for more of these in the future and more talking. So thanks for having me. Follow me on another vinyl page, or hopefully I start posting more, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll make sure he works on that. And uh, yeah, I'm so happy to have you back on. Can't wait to do a music podcast with you soon as well, plus all, all of the Nintendo and Pokemon goodness. But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode, and we will see you on the next one. Bye. Bye. Have a beautiful time. Thank <laughs> you.